it is obvious the signs are there but you know he said i have taken your infirmities and your weakness and by that the spirit within will react so you have profaned my name you have profaned my name tonight i don't know but i sense within me that there's a remnant god is raising a remnant that god is raising and this remnant need to live up to the standards of god where they will speak as if god is speaking the bible says that prophet samuel none of his words fell to the ground none of his words fell to the ground none of his words fell to the ground hallelujah i want us to go to genesis let's keep our hands in um, Ezekiel, move to Genesis, Genesis chapter um, 2, I want us to look at something there, thank you Holy Spirit, Genesis chapter 2, let's start from verse 8, I want us to have the understanding of something, Genesis chapter 2 Genesis chapter 2 Genesis chapter 2 verse 8 Genesis chapter 2 verse 8 The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden and there he put the man whom he had formed Verse 9. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the side and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. Look at the tree of life. If the Bible is yours, I want you to underline it. The tree of life. And the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Verse 10. Now a river went out of Eden to water the gardens, and from there it parted and became four river heads. That is another message on its own. Let's jump to the verse 15. It says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. To tend and what? To keep it. I want you to know this your assignment the act of the spirit within you is not for you to relax you are not saved to just sit down in your room there's an assignment in the verse 15 then the lord god took man the lord god took man i want you to analyze that and put him in the garden of eden to tend and to keep it to tend and to keep it to tend and to keep it to keep it means to make sure that there's no invasion there's no one destroying anything you have been placed in your family for a reason you have been placed in your community for a reason you've been sent into that country for a reason you've been sent into that business organization for a reason you need to keep that place 
as a child of God, with the image of God, with the Holy Spirit in you, you need to let the light in you shine. You are married to a, a man, you are married to a woman, you need to keep it. The image of God has to reflect through you. He said, Arise, shine, for the glory of God has risen upon thee. He said, You are the salt of the earth. If the salt loses its value, that is to say, if you lose the spirit of God within you, you are useless and you'll be trampled upon. Most of us, we have become useless because we have failed to do what we are supposed to do. Your life has no meaning. You have been frustrated. You don't know who you are. It's as if you are, you are missing your, your, your purpose on earth. It's because you are moving out of your will that God has given to you. The moment John the Baptist moved from proclaiming the, the acceptable year or the entrance of the Messiah and started focusing on Herod, the Bible says that he lost his head because that wasn't his assignment. So if God has called you to support a minister, to support the gospel, whether by interceding, whether by supporting with your, with your finances, whether by serving, I mean, a woman of God, a man of God, whether by honoring God with whatever you have and you fail to do it, the security that God gives to you becomes problematic. God loves you, all right, but the enemy can come against you because you'll be focusing on things that are not supposed to be focused on. So what drives you? Verse 15, I repeat, Then the Lord God took man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend it and keep it. Verse 16, And the Lord commanded man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may eat freely. Of every tree. I am building something up. We'll get there. Everything. God has given you everything. But, verse 17, But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Some of us, we are eating things that we are not supposed to eat. Of everything, God has a tight. Yes, oh yes. God has a tight. That is why amongst the nations of the earth, God chose Israel as his tight. Amongst the tribes of Israel, he chose, he chose one, the tribe of Judah, as his tight, through which the Messiah will come from. And in your family, God has chosen you. On earth, Christians have been chosen by God. So no one can come to the Father unless through Jesus. So Christians or believers or children of God are God's tithes. So he would jealously protect us. That is his image for us. Now here comes the question. What tree, what tithe are you denying God of? In the day, we have 24 hours. Are you denying God of his tithe 
in your day. I said, consecration, in fact, sanctification is for all. As you believe, God sanctifies you. But after sanctification comes consecration. It is one-on-one. Today I was telling the people, I mean, in work ministry, prophet, I mean, Emmanuel's ministry, that said, the dealings of God are different. Prophet Obed has his own dealing. I quite remember when we were back in, I mean, a university undergrad, that guy was on fire. During lectures time, he would leave at a particular time. It doesn't matter whether we are having exams, he would step out. His prayer time. Because God told him, at this time, I want to meet you. What is the time that you have set out for God? You're tight. To some people, God will say, Every Monday, I don't want you to what? Eat. Give it unto me. To somebody, you say, I mean, your, your night, I want you to reduce your sleep by three hours. Some of us, God told us to go on a fast for the year. He didn't give any time, just go. See, that is his dealing with some of us. So, he says, deep call it unto the deep. The spirit in you is calling for something deep that is in God. Scripture says that God is in his secret place. And they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. As you wait, you are waiting for God. As you wait, you mount up wings. And I know for a fact that after this five days, your life will never be the same. Because it is a season of consecration. It is a season of consecration. It is a season of upliftment. You are doing that business. God is saying, go an extra, I mean, mile. Pay your tithes. You see, consecration works in this way. God told Jesus, to go into the wilderness. There are some prophets who didn't go to the wilderness to do 40 days. But for Jesus, he went to do 40 days. That was very necessary for his assignment. For Adam's assignment was not to fast 40 days, but not to eat that tree that God had left. That tithe that God is looking out for is the master seed into your future. When you eat your master seed, you end the cycle. So some of us, what we are supposed to give, what we are supposed to do, that God is going to use to enter enter our lives, enter our society, to enter our, our marriages and have total dominion, we are not doing it. So yes, we have worked on our ground, but we are not living that consecrated life unto God. And that is going to be done by the Holy Spirit. For Job to become the great rich man in the East, he had to go to that season 
and I tell you, it might not be pleasant. If you are minister, sometimes you have people you have trained, people you have groomed, backstab you. But it's a process that you need to go through. You will financially support people and they will turn their back and what? Say things that will hurt you emotionally. But God is pruning certain things out. He said, if you will wait. The spirit in you is gaining momentum. Jesus, for some reason, created the world. He said, for him and through him, everything was made. That means this Bible was made for him. That means, I mean, this wallet was made for him. This shades was made for him, through him and for him. But the word, the word says, he came to his own and they did not what? Accept him. Look at this. The time they were supposed to give to him, what they were supposed to give to him, to accept, they did not. The Jews did not accept him. But we thank God for that. The Bible says that, and the Gentiles, out of that, we were blessed. If you can give God your time, if you can give God your time, he will never fail you. If you can consecrate a time, if you can consecrate yourself, that from today, I am making a covenant with you, God, that it doesn't matter how tired I am, my 10 minutes of intercession, my 10 minutes of praying, my 10 minutes of singing, worshiping, if you can set at that and keep on to that, God will step into the scene. So the Bible says in the verse 19 of Genesis chapter 2, Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every bird of the air, and brought them to Adam. Look at this. To see what Adam would call them. And whatever Adam called every living creature, that was his name. The image of God. You see, as long as Adam wasn't eating the tithes, the time that God wants him to keep, the part, the master seed that God had reserved for himself, Adam was able to function. So when we read Malachi chapter 3, it says, You have robbed me of my thighs. You see, conventionally we think thighs is bringing one-tenth of whatever we end. But it goes beyond that. That is the level of consecration. God deals with you. The Holy Spirit will work on you. Yes, they are saying it's 10%. But you see, when you start working with God, you get to know that it's not actually 10%, it's 100%, depending on your revelation on God. I also use this analogy. Onion, when you peel onion, you take onion, a layer off, there's still another layer. So, you have one denomination seeing an aspect of God. You see a man of God, 
a, a fire-branded child of God, seeing an aspect of God. Somebody also will also see another aspect. And in that, in that, they have their revelation. And by that, it drives them in their destiny. So your level of consecration is dependent on how you allow the Holy Spirit to move you. And I tell you, it would take a lot. You will go through the fire. But the Bible says that when Adam was able to stand and not touch that tree that God had reserved, he was honoring God, keeping that fellowship, honoring his word. The Father, Lord, I will not touch this seed, that master seed. You see, farmers, after every harvest, reserve the best of the harvest, whatever they plant, and they keep it. And that is the master seed. And they use that to what? Reproduce whatever they have. So they sow it back in. They don't take it. So as a minister, you will go and minister to people. But there's an aspect that you need to reserve to God. That God will keep you in the secret place. When you jump to Genesis, um, Exodus, the Bible says that, and the cry of the Israelite came up to God. And he called forth Moses after he has gone through 40 years of pruning. The Bible says that he said, now is the time for the cry of my people have come up to me. And he said, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. So when Moses went to Egypt after the 40 years, he did not go there as Moses, the prince of Egypt. He went there more than that. Anytime you are able to go through the process of consecration that the Holy Spirit has assigned to you, the test that the Holy Spirit has assigned to you to groom and prepare you, do you know what? Your status changes. The Bible says that God said, Moses, you will be a God and Aaron will be your prophet. So when Moses was going there, in natural sense, he wasn't going there as a normal man. He was going there as a God. How do I know that? John, first John makes us understand. He said, ye are gods, little children. So when God says in the verse 19 of Genesis, of chapter 2, it says that whatever Adam called, so it was. That is the image of God. Whatever you call out and you decree and declare by reason of the spirit that dwells in you, it becomes as it is because you are manifesting the glory of God. So coming back to Genesis, um, Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 23, the Bible says, And I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations which you have profaned in their midst see the people of the world the people of the world they are looking at christians for hope your family 
they are looking to you for hope because you are the light of the world. Matthew chapter 5, verses 11 downwards. You are the salt of the earth. You are city set on a hill. You are the light. Why will you light up a lamp and put it under the basket? But rather, it's supposed to be on a lampstand that it will shine, that everyone in the house will benefit of it and they will give glory to the Father. So, those who are in the world, your family, your workplace, your wife, your husband, your children, your ministry, they are looking up to you because you carry a light. God has placed in you this treasure, this blessing, this word, this authority. He has made you in his image. And as he has made you in his image, you don't need to profane his name. There's a lifestyle you don't need to live. There's a way of living you don't need to live. So we are saying we are in, in the church, but the way we speak doesn't reflect it. The way we walk doesn't reflect it. People see you and they wonder, are you a child of God? When there's an issue, a conflict, when things get tough, how do you react? Yes, the economy is getting hard. But it says, I am your Jehovah Jireh. Are you reflecting that image? Are you reflecting that? Are you reflecting that? Hallelujah. Verse 24. It says, For I will take you from amongst the nations, gather you out of all the countries, and bring you into your own land. Look at this. Wherever land you find yourself, I decree and I declare, the Lord Almighty is bringing you out. Whatever land that is not bringing fruition, any patch land, any contentious land, any cursed land, any ground that is not of God, operating in your life, the Spirit of God is bringing you out in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says, I will bring you into your own land, into your own land. That building, God is bringing you into your own building. God is giving you your own documentation. You have been waiting on the Lord for a while and God will give it to you because he is going to honor his name. He doesn't want men and women to joke with his name. They will not say, where is your God? Within the next 12 hours, within the next seven days, within the next hour, God will step into your situation, will step into your matter in the name of Jesus. Verse 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean. 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 That is sanctification. You will sprinkle the water. It takes the Holy Spirit to sanctify you. Paradikaskatai. I decree and I declare. Let the Spirit of God sanctify you. He said, by the washing of the word. So as I am speaking right now, angels are cleansing certain people. I'm seeing three people. I'm seeing two ladies and one guy. 
spiritually in the realms of the spirit i'm seeing it's like angels pouring water but it's not just water it is this golden fluid and it's purifying you certain handwriting certain tags upon your life are coming off in the name of jesus some tags of disappointment are coming off in the name of jesus those promise and fail there's somebody you have been promised and you've been filled over the times but see as the lord it is coming to an end in the name of jesus and he says i will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from your idols look at this after sanctification comes consecration from all idols so i said there's a tithe that god needs there's a tithe that god needs some of us our phones have become idols the marriage that god gave you has become an idol the job that god gave you has become an idol you know when the bible says when moses went to see pharaoh and tell him the god of israel says let my people go then they will worship me do you know what happened the bible says pharaoh realized that the people had enough time to call on god so he increased the task he made the slave masters take away the resources that they were using to work so instead of them having the resources the the hay i mean the semen and everything because they were having time to serve god to pray to worship god with their offerings they changed the operation satan is very wise that satan has been in operation before we came into existence the name of satan is also the great dragon the old serpent the cunning one so he said well if i allow them to continue to pray something will happen so why not allow them to have that marriage allow him or her to have that visa to travel to have that scholarship when they do that they will forget about praying and that is what the god of this what is doing enticing us with certain things so the moment you have a breakthrough your spiritual sensitivity your spiritual frequency become to diminish you are here but all of a sudden because there's nothing for you to pray about you you become sluggish and your fire comes down and the enemy knows once your fire comes down once the altar that you erected comes down he can come in and the bible says that he intensified and the time that the israelites were supposed to use to pray they were using it to work and they were crying but do you know what the lord says as we speak to somebody here that whatever you are going through the end is now now the prophet is in i'll just run up so he will take over the verse 26 he says i will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you and i will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a new heart of flesh verse 27 i want us to use this to pray before the prophet takes over i will put my spirit 
if the Bible is yours, you realize that my spirit is in cups. He said, I, this is God speaking, I will put my spirit within you. Look at this. You are the image of God and God says, I will put the spirit in you. You are created in the image of God. Why will God put his spirit in you? Because something has gone wrong. Certain things has caused the Holy Spirit to be grieved and the Holy Spirit has stepped out of your life. Probably you might not know, but the Holy Spirit might have stepped out and you are not seeing the act of the Spirit. But I decree and I declare, as the prophet takes over, the Holy Spirit is going to take over your life. Enter your marriage, enter your business, turn things around in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my status and you will keep my judgment and do them. This is what I want to bring to you, family. God said, man, tend and keep the Eden I've given you. In Ezekiel 36, verse 27, I will put my spirit, that is the bread that he breathed into man, that is Adam, that was making Adam tend and keep, dominate and subdue. He said, I will put it in you and that spirit will cause the Anakazo will compel you to what? Walk in my status. So you are struggling to pray. You are struggling to keep a consecrated life. The Holy Spirit is going to keep you to do that. And he says, after that, I will cause you, O Falataika, to keep my judgment and to do them. I will end with this. Acts chapter 1. The Bible says, whatever the Jesus taught and began to do, that was the introduction of what? The, the administration of the Holy Spirit. He said, and Jesus taught and began to do. So it means from today, you go out and you speak the word. And after you are done, somebody will have a blind eye. You will lay your hands and you will command eyes open. You will step into a place. Somebody is sick, you lay your hands on that person and you command that person, be healed and they'll be healed. You enter into a family and marriages are not working and you will release a word. He said, whatever you shall decree and declare, it shall be established because you carry the spirit of God in you. Tonight, I want you to lift up your hands and say, oh God, let your spirit invade me. Let your spirit take over my life and fill me with a new spirit, creating me a new heart and let a new one come upon my life in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray right now as we prepare for the prophet to take over. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice.